The America's National Parks Podcast is sponsored by L.L. Bean, your source for warm, cozy styles this fall. For 108 years, L.L. Bean has staked their reputation on making comfortable clothing and gear to help you enjoy the healthy benefits of being outside. From legendary main-made boots to layers that are just the right weight to flannel shirts that out-cozy all others. Find joy in the tried and true. Visit LLBean.com to find a store or shop now. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. National park sites, even the natural ones, have seen many uses over the history of America, often due to the unique features that make them worth preserving in the first place. From its thunderous ocean breakers crashing against rocky headlands and expansive sand beaches, to its open grasslands, brushy hillsides, and forested ridges, Point Reyes National Seashore offers visitors over 1,500 species of plants and animals to discover. But it's also home to an interesting piece of early electronic communications history. I'm Jason Epperson, and today on America's National Parks, the historic RCA Marconi wireless stations that sent Morse code across the Pacific during one of the most difficult times in American history. In 1901, Guglielmo Marconi, an Italian inventor and electrical engineer, heard the first tap of his wireless telegraph system, the letter S in Morse code, across the Atlantic Ocean. In 1912, the wreck of the RMS Titanic highlighted how wireless telegraph systems could safeguard lives and property at sea. Wireless operators could tap out messages at about 15 words per minute, calling other ships and shore stations for aid more quickly than earlier technology allowed. In 1914, the Marconi Wireless Telegraph Company of America built and operated an overseas wireless transmitting station in Bolinas, California, and a receiving station on Tomales Bay to better communicate across the Pacific. The two stations were once in the forefront of communication technology and formed the foundation for one of the most successful and powerful ship-to-shore wireless stations on the Pacific Rim. From the Point Reyes area, operators tapped out Morse code messages, which were heard across the Pacific Ocean. With more, here's Abigail Trebu. The Radio Corporation of America, RCA, acquired American Marconi in 1920, and by 1929 was seeking to purchase the G Ranch on the Point Reyes Peninsula because of its proximity to the ocean for a third station to receive signals transmitted from across the North Pacific. After acquiring the property, RCA built an Art Deco-style receiving station in 1931, which supplanted the Marshall Station. Saplings of Monterey cypress, one of the few tree species adaptable to wind and ocean weather conditions, were planted lining the station's access road. During World War II, RCA Ranch was used by military and Coast Guard personnel who were stationed to patrol nearby beaches. 
At some time during the past few decades, an urban legend began circulating that the RCA facility on the Point Reyes Peninsula was the first radio station on the mainland USA to receive news of the attacks on Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941. However, there are no records from the station that it received direct word from Hawaii on that day. Although the stations in Point Reyes area did help relay the news to ships across the North Pacific. World War II spurred even more developments in communication, such as Loran, long-range aid to navigation, and GPS, global positioning systems, which ultimately replaced the need for Morse code operators and oceanfront technical stations. The receiving station on the Point Reyes Peninsula has used the KPH call sign since 1946. The original PH call sign from which KPH was derived was first used when a radio station was established in the Palace Hotel in San Francisco. The National Park Service acquired the property in 1999 and in 2000 established a partnership with the Maritime Radio Historical Society to protect and maintain the facility and the equipment. Park staff and dedicated volunteers work to preserve the structures, artifacts, and records of the historic RCA Marconi radio facilities, including the Bolinas transmitting station and the Point Reyes receiving station. Few of the generations of antennas, arranged in what are called farms, remained at the two sites. However, the radio equipment shipped to shore Morse communications and teletype, some of it dating to the World War II era, remain intact have been restored and made functional and are used to broadcast on numerous frequencies, including KPH. The facilities date from 1914, the earliest days of wireless communication, and research indicates that these sites, together with the Marshall Marconi Receiving Station, now a California State Park Conference Center, comprise what appears to be the last intact Marconi-era coast station in North America. Studies are underway to ultimately list both national seashore sites and the Marshall facility as national historic landmarks. The Monterey Cypress Tree Tunnel at the Point Reyes Station is a signature landscape feature that evokes some of the prestige that RCA placed in this profitable operation. In 2000, the park archivist began the task of organizing over 200 linear feet of records inherited from MCI, which acquired the RCA Global Communications Division in the 1980s and coordinated curatorial work related to preserving the historic radio equipment. Volunteers from the Maritime Radio Historical Society have logged thousands of hours organizing and restoring artifacts and equipment. Volunteers also put station KPH back on the air on July 12, 2000, for the first of many annual July 12th commemorations of the last commercial transmission of Morse code in the U.S.
Point Reyes is located along the west coast of California, approximately 30 miles north of San Francisco. Travelers may approach the park from the winding scenic Highway 1, either from the north or the south. The park's primary visitor center provides an orientation of the park's roads, trails, and human and natural history. The interior exhibit space provides a glimpse of the diverse ecosystems and cultural heritage of the park. Ranger-led programs are offered on weekends, and permits for backcountry camping as well as beach fire permits may be obtained here. There are no RV camping facilities in the park, but several excellent hike-in tent camping sites. The receiving station and tree tunnel are located in what's now the park's North District Operations Center. Volunteers from the Maritime Radio Historical Society staff the historic KPH receiving station on most Saturdays from noon to five and are happy to give visitors who drop by tours to match the visitors' time and interest. Night of Nights is the annual event held on the 12th of July to commemorate the history of Maritime Radio and the closing of commercial Morse code operations in the U.S. These on-the-air events are intended to honor the men and women who followed the radio telegraph trade on ships and at coast stations around the world and made it one of honor and skill. KPH returns to the air for commemorative broadcasts on July 12th each year at 5.01 p.m. Pacific. Members of the public are invited to visit the receiving station for the event. This episode of America's National Parks was hosted by me, Jason Epperson, and narrated by Abigail Trebu. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search National Park Podcast. You can also join our America's National Parks Facebook group. For more great American destinations, give us a listen at the Sea America podcast. And if you're interested in RV travel, find us at the RV Miles podcast. You can also follow Abigail and me as we travel the country with our three boys all over social media as our wandering family. Today's show was sponsored by L.L. Bean. Follow the hashtag BeAnOutsider and visit LLBean.com to find great gear for exploring the national parks.